It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. 31 days of Halloween. <laughs> Whenever I think of zombies, I think of that scene from uh, Treehouse of Horror with The Simpsons where, like, one of the zombies is going brains, brains, and he taps on Homer's head, and then he leaves him alone and doesn't attack him at all because he hasn't got any brains. <laughs> but anyhow, I might be joking and laughing about zombies, but some cultures around the world take them very, very seriously. Take the ancient Greeks for fact. They were some of the first to fear zombies. The fear of the undead has been around for hundreds of years and is evident in many forms. One of the first civilizations thought to fear zombies was the ancient Greeks. This is seen through their burials. The archaeologists have found evidence in ancient Greek graves of this. Rocks or weighty objects pinned down many of the skeletons found in these graves. It's thought that this was to stop the dead from rising. So it's generally believed that the ancient Greeks were some of the first to fear the dead rising. Did you know World Zombie Day is on October 13th? Did you hear about this before? For all the zombie fanatics, there's World Zombie Day. The international event started on October 13, 2006, when a group of enthusiasts created a zombie walk in Pittsburgh, California, where Dawn of the Dead was filmed. The event was, was later to become celebrated worldwide and is often held on the weekend close to the October 13th, which is, oh my God, next weekend. That's so exciting. Although there has not yet been a zombie apocalypse, people have ideas on how to kill those zombies. And, uh, you know, you can actually speak zombie pretty easily. But I'm going to be honest with you. There's only one thing you really need to know about a zombie. And that's what? Well, you have to be able to destroy them. And to do that, it's the brain you're going to be after. Based on fiction, theories, and stories created by zombie enthusiasts, it's thought that there's only one way to kill a zombie, and that's to destroy its brain. A zombie can survive any form of attack or damage to its body except for its brain. The best way to kill a zombie is to behead it or destroy the brain in any way possible. The first American zombie film was released all the way back in 1932. White Zombie was one of the first zombie horror films ever produced. The story showed a woman poisoned by her lower, poisoned by her lover and brought back from the dead to become, you guessed it, a zombie. So where's the inspiration even come from for zombies? Well, believe it or not, it comes from Haiti. There's a law making it illegal to turn someone into a zombie in Haiti, by the way. Throughout Haitian culture, it's been common for voodoo shamans to turn the dead into zombies. It was thought there were two parts of the soul, one that controls bodily functions and the other that controls emotions. By removing these, you are left with a lifeless human who can be used as a slave. If you were the keeper of their spirit or soul, then you controlled the zombie. It's said that using a special concoction or poison can do this to a person, and the act of turning someone into a zombie in Haiti is now illegal. Article 249 prohibits this. I'm not even kidding. This is real. And will prosecute anyone caught turning someone into a zombie with murder. That's death penalty, folks. There's a $70 zombie movie won an award, okay, at the Keynes Film Festival. A $70 zombie movie. It costs 70 bucks to make this movie. In 2009, the British zombie movie, Colin, <laughs> was shown and won an award at the renowned Keynes Film Festival. Writer and director Mark Price spent 18 months putting together the $70 budget movie, that followed a zombie's life in London. <laughs> zombie fans are called zombophiles. Did you know that? Oh, did you know Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was not actually a zombie? Doesn't really count. Some people think Frankenstein's a zombie is a man. Although Mary Shelley shows an interest and fascination in the world of Walking Dead, Frankenstein is not a zombie. Many consider a zombie to be a human who has become reanimated after dying. However, an actual zombie is someone who has become infected by a disease or virus, 
which then takes over the body and brain. Frankenstein had no interest in eating humans, and his body was not falling apart due to the illness. Therefore, he was not a zombie. Cameron. <laughs> okay. The word zombie actually comes from the West African culture. Okay. The following words have all played a part in the creation of the word zombie, though. Nizambi, meaning God, zombie, and Nzombi, which means fetish, come from the Congo. Interesting. Another word that was contributed to creating the word zombie is Mbumbi, which means a corpse that still keeps its soul. Nabumi is also similar in that it means a body without a soul. When these words came over from West Africa, along with voodoo traditions, elements were taken to create the word zombie. And I love that name. I love that word, zombie. One of my favorite games of all time. No, no, no. It's it's not like Outbreak or Resident Evil or any of that. Plants vs. Zombies, man. Great game. Like, amazing. How there isn't a part three blows my mind. The first use of the word zombie in English dates back to the 19th century. The first recorded use of the word zombie was from the book History of Brazil, written in Robert Sully in 1819. Robert Sully Southey wrote the word zombie after recording the name of Afro-Brazilian rebel leader called Zombie. His name came from the West African word meaning fetish and is closely related to Nzambi, meaning God. There actually is a zombie survival guide that's a bestseller. The Zombie Survival Guide is a humorous manual for dealing with the zombie outbreak. The book was written by Max Brooks and published back in 2003. I actually remember that came out. It was a big deal and I talked about it on the show. Well, here's what you don't know about it. This went on to be a insane bestseller. He has made more money with this one book than any of the ones he's made. Then an in-detailed description of the functions of a zombie and how to kill a zombie if there was a zombie outbreak are all entailed in the book. But what's really cool is he actually re-released it and put in more details. And one thing that I love about it is that he mentions St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada for a reason. And here's the reason why. If there was ever a zombie apocalypse, northern climates are where you want to be. It's colder. Zombies can't move as fast. Because we're an island here in Newfoundland, we're also not going to be part of this outbreak more than likely. It's a good place to go. And if there is an outbreak, the population is low enough that you can fight them off. So there you go. Move the Newfoundland if there's ever a zombie outbreak, Bryce. Like, seriously, move in. <laughs> anyway, I hope a zombie don't eat you before tomorrow. And I hope that you get a chance to be back here again for 31 Days of Halloween. Take care. Attention all Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn radio listeners. The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast brings you the best in East Coast esoterica on the first of every month. Together, we can keep it growing by sharing the show on social media, subscribing to the show wherever you may be listening to it from, and by leaving feedback about your favorite episodes. John certainly needs a friend like you to help make his dreams come true. Minus the alien abduction dreams. That is not cool at all. The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Always available. Always free. Always odd.